Today, we're talking about managing expectations. Yes, I know. You're thinking, this is a weird one. This is a weird one for you, Stefan. And you might be right. Or you might be wrong. I don't know. No, well, I do, I do know. I, I do know. You know what? DJ, hit the track. Welcome back to another edition of Stefan and Friends. I am, I'm Stefan, I'm him, I'm Stefan. Uh, still no friends yet, working on the conversations, uh, aligning schedules, preparing conversations. There's a little bit more work that goes into having someone on the show with me, uh, but it's coming. For those of you who've been tracking with me, you know the IG, Stefan and Friends, you know the Substack. you know the Twitter, um, at Stefan Watson 23, Stefan lwatson.substack.com. I do a little writing there, here and there. So you want to check that out as well. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. That's where you can get past episodes of Stefan and friends. I know some of you are eagerly awaiting conversations with other people because you need, you want someone to give it to me. You want, I know it and I'm, I'm here for it. And so that'll be happening soon. Thanks to all of you who have subscribed. Thanks to all of you who continuously listen. Appreciate it. Thanks to all you who have the conversation sometimes in the DMs uh, just on some of the things I post. Um, You know, it's kind of crazy. I post things and people immediately get mad without having the conversation. And then when they actually have the conversation, they're like, huh, okay, never mind. Strange. Uh, But hey, it's the nature of people, I guess. Today on this episode, what I want to talk about is expectations and managing expectations and how do we do that, especially as leaders. It's an important conversation that I don't know if we have enough. It's an important topic and I don't know if we talk about it enough, but expectations are so important. Expectations you have of yourself, expectations you have of others, expectations that people have of you. And how do we manage all of those? Because I think whenever expectations aren't met, there's an experience that there's an experience that that is changed. There's an experience that is impacted. And so how do we manage those expectations to ensure a good experience? A good experience for people who are come into contact with us, a good experience from people who we have to lead, and a good experience for us under leadership but also providing leadership. And so we're going to we're going to conversate about that today because I think it's an important conversation. I think it's something that's needed. And to be honest with you, I I wish I had learned this years ago. Right. And if you know me, you know, I, I didn't have the traditional journey into ministry. I I got to go through the school of I got to go through the school of hard knocks. Like I learned more so by doing as opposed to spending time in school. Not that there's anything wrong with that approach. Right. The four years, the three years going to ministry, move around a few times. Uh, but for those of you who know me, I've I've only been in two spots. I've moved once and I spent a lot of time in a very safe space. What do I mean by safe space? I spent a lot of time in a, in a place where I I was known, where I was able to to learn, where I probably had the freedom to make a few more mistakes 
than a lot of other people would. I was given a lot more freedom to to do things because I, of not because of who I was, but because it was just a really safe space, and it was a really, it was a bigger organization, and so and it was an organization that I I knew pretty well, and so there was all those factors, and so the expectations I didn't really pay attention to that because I didn't really not say I didn't have to but it was just different and 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 it wasn't until I left and moved on uh, that I realized huh expectations is a big one because expectations like I said before impact experiences and how do we have healthy expectations of people and what does that look like and and how do we do that and like I said as leaders as pastors we need to set healthy expectations I think it's super important that we do that because we we need to we have to otherwise we're going to end up burning ourselves out and struggling with mental health issues and i think this is an, a part of the mental health game that if we can if we can shift the thinking on some of our expectations for things i think it helps us in the long run helps us to serve better helps us to lead longer and do a good job of doing that as we lead and so it's always a good conversation here on Stefan and Friends, and we're going to jump into this one. First thing I think we need to, uh, when it comes to expectations, is manage our own expectations of ourselves. Manage our own expectation of ourselves. I think that when we talk about ourselves, we, we always have a tendency to be hardest on ourselves, right? I'm super hard on myself because I want to do well i want to do everything very well at a high level but we also need to recognize that we're not able we're not going to be able to do everything to the 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 specificity which we want we're not going to be able to to have you know the biggest numbers and i want to hold it right there and talk about numbers for a second because numbers are one of the biggest drivers i think of stress for leaders we place such a high importance on on numbers that we cause ourselves consternation that we don't need. Numbers are important. Don't get me wrong. Hear what I'm about to say. Numbers are important, but they are not that important, especially when it comes to the work of the Lord, especially when it comes to the church. I think we need to shift our thinking from, from you know, butts and bucks to, to more of a discipleship. Like, are we discipling people? Are we, are we, are we spending time working on biblical literacy which is an issue if a, if i'd i'd rather see a church of 100 people and everybody's and their families are reading their bible they're praying regularly like they're attending and they're doing these things than a church of 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 500 where only 10% is doing that because then it becomes a spectator sport for the others right like so we need to we need to sort of look at numbers and and how do we have a better relationship with numbers when we when we allow our expectations to be in a healthy place numbers gets put in a proper perspective what am i what can i do reasonably and am i looking to grow numbers or am i looking to grow people spiritually because to be honest if we're going to grow people spiritually you might not grow a lot numerically I've always said that probably for me, my expectations for myself in the in the time that I'm given, time that I'm paid for, and even you know we'll throw in a little volunteer time, is that I I don't 
the numbers don't mean much to me, but I want to make sure that every student, every high school student, every young adult that leaves, you know, being under my ministry, they're better spiritually. And they're able to to defend their faith. They have a, a, a bit of apologetics to them because that that is, I think, super important for a young person. Yeah, I, I grew up in a big church. I grew up with lots of going to youth group with lots of people. And that was fun. But the, I don't know how many people have walked the same way I have from that youth group. And that's not a knock on leadership or anything. That's just, it's, it's different. And so for me, managing expectation of myself is important because it also sets, sets me up to have better strategies for what I'm trying to do. Well, if it's not based on numbers, it's based on spiritual growth. Now I know, okay, I can do X amount because I have X amount of time and we're not shooting for, for numbers. We're shooting for something else. So we, we, we manage what we can do. We manage our own expectations based on, you know, our time, our abilities. We manage those things and we set ourselves up for success. Managing our own expectations, boy, will that will shift how our experiences go. I remember having an expectation of numbers and that was not healthy. It was not healthy. It wasn't good. It, but that was my own expectation. Right? And so... Like I said, we need to do a better job of managing our expectation of ourselves, knowing who we are, knowing what we can do, knowing what we can't do. And when we do that well, when we manage our own expectations well, I think that is where we see growth, not just not like growth ministry wise, but I think that's a growth in ourselves to have healthy expectations and to have healthy boundaries because you're only going to 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 bound yourself to what you can do, to what you're learning right? Like you're only going to, to do what you, you know, you can do and how you can do it. And you're not going to struggle. Well, lies, you probably will struggle a bit, but you're not going to, you're not going to burn out as quick or you're not going to burn out at all. Not, not to say burnout is inevitable, but, uh, making sure that we know who we are, what we can do and allowing that to guide us. So managing our own expectations and managing expectations of others. This is a tough one because everybody has their own perception of you. Everybody has their own expectations of you. So the challenge now is, hey, how do I bring down or raise up the expectations other people have of me? And and this one is particularly challenging because sometimes there's very little, even nothing you can do. I think that to manage the expectations of others is really to just have a conversation. And and here's what I mean by managing the expectation of others. And not here's what I mean, but more so on the who am I talking about? I'm talking about your senior leaders, the leaders that are above you, your board members, uh, people that you serve. And by serve, I mean your congregation. What do they expect of you? Right. Who are they expecting you to be? Because I'll be honest, I can only be one person. So if you're expecting me to be like this person, that ain't going to fly. If you're expecting me to be like this person, you expect me to do this like this person, that's not going to work. And so to, to do that, we have to, we have to manage the expectations of others and, and how can we do that in a good way? 
because that is a challenge. And that is something that that it plays a role in our mental health as leaders because it's it's what people will see about you and might not necessarily be true. Because when we when we put uh, a lot of pressure, a lot of weight on people's expectations, then we start living for their approval. Then we're we're in like this dead zone of you know, okay, how do other people see me, and who am I? Who who am I really? How do other people see what I I can do, or how do other people see what they think that I can do? And what can I really do? And I'm stuck there because I'm not meeting their expectations. I'm not meeting what they think I am. And I'm not really being who I am. When we live based on other people's expectations, we're, to be honest, we're living unrealistic. Some people have expectations that aren't grounded in reality. They don't, they, they like, you know, they don't take into account, like, your desire, your ability, what you can do, what's reasonable, what's possible. And it causes, it causes us to have, you know, we can be angry. We can be resentful. It shifts how we do things. It changes how we do things because now it affects our decision making. Like, oh man, what's, oh, is this what they expect me to, right? Do you see how we struggle? And so we need to figure out a way to, to shift the expectations of other people. And that therein is a challenge because now we're dealing with other people's minds and not necessarily our own. But there are things that we can do to sort of let go of those expectations. We can put their expectations in its proper perspective, right? Like, now listen, this is going to sound terrible. That's why I have to preface it by saying something like that. But someone else's expectations of you are theirs and not yours. So if, if you do something that disappoints them based on their expectations of you and not necessarily the reality of who you are and what you can do and how you can do it, that is a tough break for them. And you got to sort of leave that with them and not take that on. It's important that we do that because we don't want to be walking around thinking, oh, I disappointed somebody, not realizing that their expectations of you were ridiculously unrealistic and by unrealistic i mean they have no clue who you are they've never they didn't they didn't talk about what you thought you were going to do right and so that's why you have to let them deal with their own expectations themselves if they come up to you if someone comes up to you and says hey you really disappointed me and you had no clue then that's a tough break for them we've got to start protecting our mentals as leaders we need to really and it's it's hard because we don't want to disappoint people. But at the same time, at what point do we really take on the unrealistic expectations of other people to the point where it's harming ourselves? I guess maybe this is this is probably going to have to be a part of that mental health series that I want to talk about or mental health conversations that I want to talk about. Because are we harming ourselves for the sake of unrealistic expectations? Because Jesus doesn't put these expectations on us. You find me the verse in Paul in one of Paul's letters where he's like, hey, you need to do X, Y, and Z because this is what I expect of you. 
that's important. The other the other way to sort of deal with the expectations of others is this is is is, is to have your own sort of just have your own sort of self check system. Right? Like have that inner voice that 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 that's able to say, hey, this is where you are. This is who you are. Rem- like remember who you are. And while it's not going to deal directly with their their expectations, it's going to help you keep yourself in check. So what does that look like? Well, journaling could be one. Um, I don't know. For for me, journaling is it. Journaling is what I do. It could be having conversations with people like, you know, therapists or something like that. Like have those things that help you keep yourself in a good in a good perspective, in a good check, in a good state. Those are the things that I think will be beneficial to us, to to you. And so I think we can do that well. So this last sort of thing when it comes to like managing other people's expectation goes back to come comes back to sort of like or it doesn't go back to it actually goes to my third point which is how do you have expectations of others and this is one that i i think i've probably struggled with this one the most because because i just assume i have expectations of people you look up to them you respect them you think hey this person and and the expectations don't line up with the experience and now you're like wow this person is not who i thought but when you check your own expectations of others it sort of helps you understand how do people formulate their expectations like why do you have your expectations of people the way you do that will help you to formulate and understand why people have sometimes unrealistic expectations of you, especially in ministry. And I don't even mean like, you know, the board member who thinks you should have 300 students or, or whatnot. I'm just talking about like, you know, the people that sit in the congregation, what are they expecting from you? And what are you expecting from them? And when you sort of play a bit of a role reversal, then you understand how they form their expectations. And here's the thing. We all have expectations of people. Sometimes we just have never thought about it because they meet the expectations or sometimes you have such low expectations of people that they exceeded and you're enamored with them because they exceeded maybe an unrealistic, unrealistically low expectation that you have in them. Can I be honest? I have expectations of people they have not met and it sort of frustrated the crap out of me. And it's not until sort of digging down into this topic and and just sort of reading and and trying to understand the importance of having healthy expectations that I realized, oh, you know what? I had expectations of people that they had no business matching and that's not on them. That's on me. People will always reveal who they really are. And if we expect more than who they are, we're, we're, we're actually making it unhealthy for them. And it's vice versa, right? When people have those un- unrealistic expectations of you, it's unhealthy for you. And so when we check our own expectations, it sort of helps us in the light of, of that understanding of how other people expect from us. And we need to, as leaders, we need to check our own expectations, and we shouldn't be afraid to examine them. Examine why we have these expectations of people. 
we shouldn't, you know, be afraid to be like, listen, I really expected this, but why did I expect this? It's hard. It's hard because we're, we're having to deal with ourselves in a way. I think I wrote in a, in a journal, maybe in a blog, no, in a journal, just how like the expectations I've had haven't been met. And I've just gotten to this level of frustration with people and been like, I don't understand how you're like, how are you not up here? Like my favorite verse, not my favorite, but one of the verses I always go to is though by this time you, you should be eating meat, but you're still drinking milk. That's, <laughs> that is one, one of the things I, I look at leaders and I look at like even, even people that I come into contact with and I'd be like, how have you been doing this? Or how have you been leading for so long? And yet you still need to be, you still need your, you, you still need your milk warmed up for you. <laughs> you're not eating, you like you should be eating steak. You should not even be eating steak. You should be preparing steak but you still need milk. What has happened? And, and it's taken me a bit of time to get to this place where I'm able to be like, Oh, you know what? I have an unhealthy expectation of you. I need to release you from the expectation I have of you because your capacity for who, for what you are, who you are, isn't able to meet my expectation. As leaders, we need to do that. As leaders, we need to to recognize that not everybody is going to be everything. This goes to the conversation of mentoring. This goes to the conversation of race and ministry. There are a lot of people that we expect things from that aren't able to give it. And we can't hold them hostage to what our expectations are. Leaders, hear this. When we manage expectations, the expectations of ourselves, when we manage the expectations of others, and when we when we just put expectations in a healthy and proper place, our experiences are better. Our understanding of things becomes a little bit better. We have a little bit more clarity in 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 things. Expectations are really crazy because, you know, <laughs> you set the bar too low and you're pleasantly surprised which is a good thing, but at the same time, like, did you did you do a disservice to that person by saying the bar is so low? And then you set the bar too high and they're not able to meet it, and that really can shift the boundaries or shift just the relationship. I think expectations are something that we need to look at a little bit more regularly. In fact, it might even be worth sitting down with people and just saying, man, I really thought that you would do this and I was wrong and I forgive you because I've held you to an unhealthy standard that I created in my own head. Let's remember this. We benefit from the input of others. We benefit from what other people think. We benefit from what other people say, but we can't allow the input of others. We can't allow what people say to be the say on who we are and what we do and how we do it. We can't allow the unhealthy expectations of others to get in the way of who God has called us to be. And we can't allow the unhealthy expectations that we place on others to impact our ability to lead them and our ability to serve them. This is a different sort of tone I'm taking than um, then some of my normal conversations, this is, uh, this is like, you know, like I talked about at the beginning of last week's podcast is trying to bring us together in a better way. 
Although, listen, I still got some uh, some some fire breathing arrows to shoot, but still need to do it in a way that brings us together. And so that's this is one of those conversations because our unhealthy expectations as leaders of other leaders can really do us a disservice. And that can sow more division than anything I tweet or post. But I think that if we can start by having healthy expectations of ourselves, having healthy expectations of others, and helping to see ourselves differently than how other people's expectations see us, I think those that's a good place to start. We're dealing with ourselves. Maybe I'm wrong. Challenge me. Um, this has been another world-famous edition of Stefan and Friends. Y'all know where to hit me up. Find me on the IG. Find me on the Substack, on the Twitter machine, the Facebook, the 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 be real the i don't have snapchat it's gross uh the tiktok by the way tiktok is such a weird place sometimes uh find me on tiktok find me on the linkedin let's have these conversations this has been stefan and friends i'm gonna call these from now on the solo editions the loner edition yeah that's it stefan and friends the loner edition anyway thanks for listening peace out